0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is episode 135 of the Stable Scoop radio show. Liz Halliday update and Avoiding Colic. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible.
0: Our title sponsor is Omega Alpha. You can find them at omegaalpha.ca. This episode is also presented by Equestrian Collections at equestriancollections.com. Plus, last but not least, Uncle Jimmy's. And you can find them at uncle com. This is Glenn the Geek.
1: And this is Helena B., and you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Howdy, Helena! Good morning, Glenn. How are you today? I'm good. It's supposed to hit seventy degrees. I know. It's pretty warm outside here too. The sun is shining. It's like who cares what happens in the world? I the know. sun
0: is shining. <laughs> when spring comes, you know that spring fever thing is true. Oh. You know, when you were in school, remember how bad it was? You just wanted to look outside, and you didn't want to. Get, you just wanted to go outside, and you didn't want to do anything inside.
1: I do. to know. No, I was just sitting out on the back patio waiting for the show to start, and the cat came up, and he's like, "What you doing?" And the dog was like, what you doing? Let's go on an adventure.
0: <laughs> well, I, I actually volunteered to bring the mail up to the mailbox, which is about a block away. It's like, I'm going to do that before the show today. And uh, Jennifer said, well, you're not bringing it up. I'm going along. So we both went for a walk up to the mailbox because it's
1: so pretty out. <laughs> you went for a walk up to the mailbox. That's your physical activity <laughs> it, for the day?
0: <laughs> actually, I'm thinking about getting my bike out later today, too. Jennifer rode yesterday. She's going out and ride again today.
1: Wow. So, uh,
0: yeah, it's been fun.
1: Where I'm still waiting for the ground to dry out. I've been riding my horse on my front lawn. (laughs) My husband's like, oh, my God, there's hoof prints (laughs) everywhere. And I can't let them out into the big field because it's just it would be a big soupy mess, you know. So they're like, let's do something crazy.
0: Another Um, horse husband nightmare I have to deal with
1: oh i know
0: horse printed front lawn and then when he goes to mow it's going to be like boom, 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 boom. I
1: know. well no we're going to buy one of those uh <laughs> lawn rollers that you put up you hook up to the back of your tractor oh, it's like okay. weigh like a gazillion pounds and they flatten out the grass your lawn and and so just hook it to pie and then i then know drag it, <laughs> drag it around he'll have me like in connecticut if i put that thing on the back of my arab no way oh
0: from what i'm hearing your arab thinking so going so good what happened
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm trying to take baby steps and get him out the gate and down the road, you know? So I, I just, I start with little stupid me, you know, I bought this horse and the only thing I didn't do when I bought him was take him out on the trails and have a good old gallop. I didn't. And that's all I really wanted from a horse. (laughs) You know, but I got in him, and he was like driving a sports car. What's not to love about him? You uh-huh. got you,
0: got, you yeah. got impressed by all the shiny buttons and all the the chrome and all and that. The stuff. big
1: engine, the big and engine. The, the, yeah, I did. You, you forgot and so, you
0: actually have to drive this car. Exactly, yeah. like
1: <laughs> to school and back. So we're just, um, I am, you know, and I, I'm not the type of person who, to be honest with you, I am not impatient in general, when, I, when it comes to, to training a horse. But uh, I, I don't always have, I'm not always confident in myself, so I'm not 100% confident that I can take this horse out on the trails and teach him to be level-headed out there. And Let alone
0: I, in a hunt or something, you know? I,
1: I, yeah. I really honestly don't think this horse is going to hunt. Can he be an inventor? I do think so. Whether or not I have the skills or the resources to take him cross-country, that's the big question mark. He's, he'll be fabulous in, in dressage and in jumping. Fabulous. Um, but he's and, but, not
0: signing up for any endurance tests soon, huh? Out uh, in the wild open and uh, through the streams and over the rivers. and.
1: But you know what? And this is one of the things that your wife was so good with me about is that pushing me out of my comfort zone. I, I always think that I can't do something, and she blind me (laughs) with a challenge and the next thing i know well geez i really can do that so the big question in my horse career right now is whether or not i can take this horse and um and and get him to be trail worthy
0: well speaking of uh, taking a horse and uh making sure that they're trail worthy the other thing you have to make sure is that they're healthy And today we have with us uh, coming up, uh, here is Dr. Gordon Chang from Omega Alpha, our title sponsor. And what we wanted him to come on, he's a very smart guy. Every time I talk to this guy, I am so impressed.
1: Right? It makes you want to sit down and have
0: him for dinner just so you can pick his brain. I know, and it also makes me feel really dumb when I talk to him because it makes me realize I don't know anything.
1: No, that's not true. You're it's, not true.
0: I mean, it is true when you talk to me. So smart.
1: I mean, he's a scientist. <laughs> I
0: know. Well, he's going to come on and talk to us about about springtime and when the grass comes up and what kind of problems horses get into, like colic and founder and things like that, and how we can avoid that. How can you avoid having your horse colic in the spring? And then the other uh, thing we're going to do today is we're going to get caught up with Liz Halliday. And for regular listeners of the show, been listening since day one. We had an extreme horsewoman episode about two. Years ago, where one of the extreme horse women women woman women women was Liz Holiday, and she's an inventor and a race car driver, <laughs> and she's had a lot go on. We've been checking in with her about every year or so, and she's had so much happen since we talked to her last. I don't know when this woman woman has the time to blink or to eat or to do anything else. She races cars. She's an announcer at car races, and she's a full time inventor. And she just bought a new farm she's going to tell us about.
1: And she got what? Hitched. She got married. Hitched. She did get hitched. You know I like what? that word. You That's know old what? school. What?
0: Um, I wish I had gotten to him first. We could have warned him. But... Apparently, he married her anyway. And-
1: oh, her husband? Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Dude, that's just, now that's a dumb thing to say. <laughs> well, to tell you know. A race, wait a minute. A race car driver and an Avenger.
0: That's true. <laughs> that she is kinda that, she's kind of hot. And she's good looking. So, you know, that. She that, is beautiful. Yeah, that helps the whole situation there, too.
1: Well, you so, know what? Just have him on the horse husband's episode next, next year. year. I bet that's he a will a good idea.
0: That's chicken. a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, or he's not going to want to ruin a good thing and he won't come on at all. Yeah. <clears throat> One or the other. So we're going to have her on, and she's going to chat. We're going to find out all about him. He's going, to, she's going to have to, to give us the lowdown because I don't remember the boyfriend being in the picture last time we talked. You know,
1: you oh. are naturally obsessed with horsewomen who get married. I you know. like, you a, really it, are. I'm it's,
0: America's horse husband.
1: Yeah, but you you, know? it's like you're, you're looking for uh, comrades in arms. That's
0: right. We all have to stick together.
1: They're like recruiting. <laughs> They have Be to careful. join the club. Beware the insurgency, though. I'm
0: going to start a club. I should start a club. I really need to start a website, Horse Husbands
1: Unite. That's and great. What, and to what end? Go ahead. I to need to do end? a
0: Facebook page, Horse what, Husbands but, Unite.
1: And what purpose will this serve?
0: So we can all get around and bitch together. You know, you guys all oh. like to all get around and, you know, chat and stuff. We can get around and chat, too, you know.
1: Wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 wait. Let me just remind. Hold on. It's like a support group. Hold on. Back it up here, buddy. Let me remind our Stable Scoop listeners just who started the Horse Radio Network. Just who called me up and said, let's start a network where we talk about horses all day long. See, That
0: was self-defense because I was spending so much money on horses. I figured I I needed to make some of it back.
1: Uh, Just so just saying. Just want to get the record straight, just saying.
0: (laughs) Well, let's go to Dr. Gordon Chang to find out how we can keep those horses that that you love so much out in your backyard healthy.
1: Welcome, Dr. Chang. Of course, I am so happy to have you back on the Stable Scoop show. We are talking today about how to help our horses maintain optimal digestive health uh, with the spring coming up. We've got lots of changes in weather, we've got lots of changes in forage, and you're here to talk to us today about how we can, um, what steps we might take and what things we might have our horses uh, or what we might introduce to them as the spring comes around in order to keep their tummies healthy and happy.
2: Okay. Well, thanks for having me again on on your show, um, Helena and Glenn, um, at the Stable Scoop. One of the things that that happens during spring is that we have a lot of fresh green grass coming out. And one of the problems with fresh green grass is that when when you've been feeding your horse hay all through the winter, he comes out on, on fresh green grass. He goes hog wild or she goes hog wild on, on that fresh green grass. Eating that much fresh green grass, all of a sudden does have consequences. One of them is spring colic. And another thing that happens, uh, could lead further down the line, is founder or laminitis. But first of all, I'd, I'd like to address the spring colic um, section. One of the biggest problems with fresh green grass is that it's, it's very high in sugar, but and it's also very high in water. So as a result of that, pound for pound, fresh green grass has a lot less fiber than hay. And the result of that, if you have less fiber coming into the, to, to the horse, one of the problems is, is that it de- de- decreases motility in the gut. And anytime you have a decrease in motility in the gut, you're setting yourself up for colic.
0: Now, what's so motility, Doctor Chang?
2: What's that? So motility for? means um, you know the, normally the the gut has a, moves, moves stuff up and down. I shouldn't say up and down, but mainly moves it down. As soon as you eat something, it it starts um, contracting, so then it moves the the, the 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 food down the small intestine, all through the GI tract, and finally coming out in the colon, and then finally um, coming out 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 the back end as poop.
1: Right. 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 As
2: manure, and the, the process of moving it down the GI tract is motility. Okay. They, they, they call it gut motility, right? Normally, that has a, a normal. Uh, there's a pace of it which it goes on, right? There are many different things that affect gut motility. One of them is bulk, meaning how much fiber you have in there. Sometimes nervous nervous issues also can cause motility to to um, slow down. Uh, and it, that's why if you have, if you have a, a nervous horse sometimes, you know, it, it tends to be more colicky because the gut is moving, all right? So one of the ways that, that, that people have tried to prevent the spring colic is that don't make leave your horse chewing on fresh grass for a long time. Limit his intake, right, and supplement it with some hay, all right. So
0: what I'm hearing, Dr. Chang, is it would be it would be like you said high in sugar. And, you know, we know it's exceptionally tasty. That's why they like it. So basically, it would be from us going and eating high quality cereal to all candy bars.
2: That's right. Okay. Well, there's no such thing as high-quality cereal these days. Everything okay. is full of sugar. Full <laughs> of sugar.
0: Oatmeal? Yeah, right. Can I use oatmeal?
2: Uh, oatmeal. Except oatmeal, yes. Oatmeal. Okay. Right? Um, but, yeah, that's basically what we have to do. So we limit their intake, right? But you, you make sure they still get free choice hay, and a, a lot of it's kicking around. And what happens is that if they supplement that grass intake, with the fresh grass, with the hay, the hay, Actually increases the, the, the fiber content in the in in the gastrointestinal tract, and it helps prevent colic. And another thing that that people should be using is also probiotics, because again, one of the things is if you use a lot of um, if you eat a lot of grass, right? Again, the amount of sugars in there it changes the probiotic balance in the gut. Anytime you have a change in the probiotic balance in the gut, um, you. Could potentially set yourself up for colic issues right? so I'm, as not
1: the, that, I'm sorry, so sorry, as ahead. the horse is transitioning from one season to the next and one type of forage, so example, from an all hay diet to the grass, it's this That's transition right. where that would create the imbalance.
2: That's right, okay, and that in itself could set it itself um sets yourself up to some colic issues right okay. so if you if you supplement the um, the the, the um, feed with with some probiotics you what you're trying to do is, is maintain gut health with probiotics right and that's a definite plus that 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 um that really helps uh with the digestive tract all right. Okay. One of the other issues, too, with colic, in the springtime, it seems uh, um, North America also, um, Australia, and also in Europe, sometimes you have certain larvae that, uh, that hatch in the spring, right? Now, if you deworm your horse on a regular basis... Usually it's not a, not a huge problem, but, um, if you don't deworm your horse, sometimes you can get colic because of larvae being, um, being, being hatched and, and when just sheer numbers of these larvae can cause a colic situation to occur, right? So it's also a good idea to, to deworm your horse in the spring. Now you can use a natural dewormer. Or you can use, you know, the, your standard pharmaceutical type dewormers.
1: Now, I've never heard of a natural dewormer. What, what would that be?
2: Oh, there are a lot of different herbs that that will do, um, that will help deworm a horse. And the reason I, I prefer the, the natural dewormer is because a, they're not usually specific for any one parasite, so they usually have a broad spectrum. And usually when you have a broad spectrum, it means it's active against a, a large variety of of parasites or, or of worms. Secondly, it's a lot gentler on the horse. That That's the upside to natural dewormers. The downside to natural dewormers is, is that usually you've got to use it for a longer period of time um, as opposed to the pharmaceutical ones. The pharmaceutical ones, you take it one, one shot one day, and you're usually good. Mm. Um, you know, but... The reason, uh, with the natural dewormers, is you, you have to probably feed it over a few days to, to, for it to, to, um, to, to get the full effect on the horse. That's another reason why it's usually gentler on the horse's system than, than the, um, than the pharmaceutical dewormers. is. So it's, it's like, um, I would say to, to most people, it's, you know, you, you gotta weigh, weigh the pros and the cons, right? when you're doing the is, whether it's a natural one you choose or whether it's a, a where you, pharmaceutical where, one.
0: Where do you find a natural one? I'm with her. I never – that's new to me. So where would you find one? Um, or what do you do?
2: Well, I mean, uh, there are several companies that make um, natural dewormers. We do one. Um, the only problem we, we have with, with natural dewormers: dewormers are considered a drug, and anytime we start saying that we make a natural dewormer, we get our hands slapped. Ah, uh, okay, right, All right. So that, that's where that's where we have a problem with it. But I mean, but you, they exist. You ask,
1: they do Very exist. Good. And so someone can go out there and we can we can search or we can even talk to our veterinarians about a natural right. alternative to yeah. warm
2: dewormers. Your veterinarian may not know it as much, but if you go to the tax store, I guarantee you the tax stores may, may carry a natural dewormer. Okay. All right.
1: Okay. And and obviously you guys have it. You guys may you do okay.
2: Yeah, homemade. Well, There's a place to start. <laughs>
1: no. I did I had no idea. I had no idea it existed. I had no idea you guys made one. This is great because yeah. you know what? I think a lot of people would um, wouldn't mind the inconvenience of having to administer a natural dewormer over a couple of days. You know, compared to the not the risks, but it you know the chemical dewormers yeah. are harsh. So it's, I know they're a lot, lot
2: harsher on your horse. that's, yeah. that's correct. Now, one of the other things I would say about um, the springtime on fresh grass—I mean, this is a well-known problem. Lots of people have it, have seen it. It's, it's again the the laminitis, the uh, uh, laminitis and founder because of, of of fresh grass, right? And that is a result of nobody really knows. Why, but we we know, do know that if you if you feed your horse a high sugar high carbohydrate diet um that leads to um especially in the springtime that leads to founder issues if your horse is is already susceptible to founder again, the best treatment for that is to is to minimize intake right? So I know you want to let your horse loose on the fresh grass, etc., but sometimes too much of a good thing is not really that great for a horse, you know? So if you limit his intake and you bring him back into the stalls and you, you know, fill him up on, on some hay, you're good to go. You know, it's all about prevention now.
0: Right, right. That makes sense.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, So now, is there... Uh, you have a product that actually Jamie, my co-host on the morning show, uses and and loves and says it's done great things for a horse. And she actually lives in an area where there's not a lot of green grass. She lives in Phoenix, so that you know they have sand. Um, but she loves this product. It's called Biotic 8. Is that the kind yes. of product that, you know, with, with its natural ingredients, What helps with digestion? That's what I understand about that product.
2: It, it does. Um, what it is, it has... Probiotics in there. It has eight different strains of probiotics. That's that is one of the big bonuses. Now, s-
0: to explain to us again what exactly is a probiotic?
2: Okay, probiotics. The, uh, the probiotics are usually called good bacteria. And as I've always said in the past, there's nothing really good about a bacteria, meaning that they don't go to church on a a Sunday morning, (laughs) etc. They don't do anything that makes them good. Yeah. The only reason we refer to them as good bacteria is because the body handles the the waste products produced a lot better than they handle the waste products produced by a bad bacteria, right? Okay. (laughs) Now... So, the, the analogy I use is that um, if, if you had a bad bacteria in your gut, the body will probably handle one couple of their waste products and no problem. If you start producing two cupfuls, then you, you get all sorts of problems. You might get colic, you, you might get diarrhea, you might get general ill health, right? The good bacteria, on the other hand, the body will probably handle a bucketful of waste products before before you get the same problem. So, the problem with good bacteria, I have always said is that if I was to go into the body of a horse and take out all of the bacteria and just replace it with one so-called good bacteria, well, that horse is going to be in major problems because all of a sudden, what you're getting, instead of one bucketful of waste products by the good bacteria, you're producing like five bucketfuls of waste products by the bacteria. The horse's body can't handle it. So what we biotificate was added eight strains of of probiotics, so that we 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 minimize any one bacteria having ascendancy over all of the other bacteria. We're trying to balance the bacteria that we have in there. Uh, okay. All right. Secondly, uh, the the advantage of all probiotic product over other um, probiotic product is how we deliver it. It's usually it's in things like slippery marshmallow root, uh, black seed, and so on. And those those herbs themselves have a high mucilage content what that means you get them wet, it forms it forms like a mucilaginous piece. Now that's important because that case traps the bacteria in the paste, but when it traps the bacteria in the paste, it protects the bacteria from the acids in the stomach. Oh. And it, it's well known that the first thing that kills all bacteria are the acids in the stomach. So as a result of if we have if we trap them in the in the paste and it Protect them from the acid, so it, it allows them to survive to go into the small intestine and to the cecum and the large intestine. And what that means is that you have a much higher percentage of the bacteria surviving the initial sh- um, passage through the stomach. So what that means is that you're, you're seeding those, The those that actually will seed into the the small intestine, etc., is a lot higher. And th- what that Im- means is also you have a, a product that's a lot more efficacious. Right, that uh, and that is the key to this particular product, and that's why it's that's why it's so much more efficacious than other people' probiotics out there.
1: Well, Uh, you know, now my my poor quarter horse just suffers from diarrhea so badly whenever um, his forage changes. It's especially if you go from you know sort of this stemmy, not rich first cut you know that we find in here in new england you right. never know what you're going to get for hay and so there's always some kind of change especially if you don't have a lot of storage and you have to buy your hay in smaller amounts you know yeah. and so it's mm-hmm. it's always this sort of balancing game i have to play with you know mixing his hay and and all that stuff and no matter what i do he always tends to get bad diarrhea knock on wood he has not yet colic, yeah. but you know it's just it's a matter of time so <laughs> it, it, the other thing is like i I would like to try the something like Biotic aid to see if, especially during these transitional times, not just from winter into spring, but even from forage to forage. Th- would it help yeah. in that it situation?
2: Have, oh, definitely it will help because you remember okay. one of the things that with the bacteria in the gut is, is sometimes it's, it's quite sensitive to what, what it encounters in the gut, okay? <laughs> If you change the fridge for, um, from one type to another type, etc., what could happen is that you, you, the, you have some bacteria getting ascendancy over other bacteria, right? And then the, waste, the, the, the percentage of waste products that's produced is a little bit different, and that could lead to diarrhea. What we have found in the past is that if, if we keep our feeding of the probiotics uh, around that, when you change your forage, incidences of diarrhea and so on drops big time. Mm. So it's a, it's a good idea to maintain your horses on a good probiotic.
1: Okay.
0: Well, that this all has right. been great, Dr. Chang. Believe it or not, our time's up already. Um, and, of course, you know, people can find all of your products at OmegaAlpha.ca. Uh, they're all there. And... Uh, all the different horse products and there's a bunch of them there we're just talking about one particular part of the horse here at this time i think i think what we'd love to but do but a very is,
1: important part yeah, a very important part
0: especially this time of year but feet i think what, tummy
1: that's all actually that's what a horse is it's just like a tummy moving along four feet that's pretty much all i am
0: too to be honest with you um, so uh, what we i think what we ought to do is get you back every three three months or so and talk about a different area uh, because this is something that we haven't spent a whole lot of time, in, and especially in the natural side of things, um, and, and uh, you know, with, with uh, the different supplements. So we'll definitely have you back again. Uh, we appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to join us, and that's a, a, from Omega
2: Alpha. Sorry to being on your show again. Thanks, Glenn. Thanks, Selena.
0: Well, that was Dr. Gordon Chang from Omega Alpha, our title sponsor. We appreciate him uh, coming on here periodically and joining us. And I'm going to say it again. Every time I talk to him, he's so smart. He just knows what the hell he's talking about.
1: You know, we're lucky to have a resident uh, herbal expert. We really are.
0: I know. And uh, so uh, that's uh, OmegaAlpha.ca. They're out of Canada. Well, um, we are going to take a short break here for, well, we just have to talk about another one of our favorite products, and that's Uncle Jimmy's. You know... Your horse gets bored in the stall, and certainly a lot of horses have been in the stall this year, uh, this winter. It has been spent a lot of time in the stall. Well, one of the things that Uncle Jimmy's did is he came along and he said, I need something to help that horse boredom in the stalls, and he developed his Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls. And that's right. It's a big horse treat on a ball. It looks like a ball, and it hangs from the ceiling, and it helps them. First of all, they love these things. And second of all, it helps them occupy their time because they really have to nibble at it and chew at it to get at it. I'll tell you what, a friend of ours um, had her horse, and she hung the Uncle Jimmy's Hanging Ball because her horse was injured and had to be in the stall for a period of time. And she, she was hoping that Uncle Jimmy's Hanging Ball would help. Well, the horse would not touch it until about a day later when the horse finally figured out about Uncle Jimmy's Hanging Balls, and then the horse would not was obsessed, <laughs> wouldn't stop chewing on his Hanging Balls there. And uh, she said she ended up having to get more because he just, like, devoured the thing. Uh, he also does a great treat, and it's, um, it's Uncle Jimmy's Squeezy Buns. And I know you love the Squeezy Buns, don't you? Those they?
1: are my favorites, all-time favorites. Love
0: them. And why do you like them? Because you can use
1: them for a purpose. You can use them. You can put medicine in them. You can break them up into little pieces. They're so soft. I think I like that the best. They're soft. And you, you know, know what? But, They're
0: the kind of thing they come individually wrapped so they, they maintain their softness till you use them.
1: They which, do. They don't get all hard and nasty. Because you know
0: what? <laughs> you take the lids off the treats that you buy or the bag, you cut it open. We don't close it. We're people. We're humans. You know, we're bad about that. So it sits in the tack room. It gets all dusty and they turn hard as a rock. Speak uh, for yourself. But not with Uncle Jimmy's because they're individually wrapped. Yeah. So they're terrific. Go to uncle jimmyscom to check it out. You can find them at most of your major retailers as well. Well, let's. I just, I'm always excited when we get to talk to Liz. She's so much fun to talk to. Liz Halliday, she's an international eventer, has competed up to three star level, not too shabby. She has a bunch of horses in work right now. She's still racing cars. Let's just find out what's going on in her life now and and talk to her about her new farm and her new hubby and, and everything that's happening. Well, hi, Liz, and welcome back to the Stable Scoop Show. It's been about a year since we talked to you, and what a year you have had. Let me tell you, a new farm and a new husband.
3: <laughs> yeah, 2010 definitely finished with a bang for me, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure what made us crazy enough to decide to get married and then move into a new property about two weeks later. <laughs> but, uh, no, honey, move um, yeah, for so, you. <laughs> yeah,
1: you don't no, waste serious, any time. I'll, I'll go. Good. Sorry? I said, you don't waste any time, good for you. No, get it all done, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: And so how long lo- had you been together? Let's start with the, with the oh, guy here. Oh, yeah, he's here. obsessed
1: with horse husbands, Well, we got to start so with the just... guy
0: because, you know, he's now become part of the horse husband uh, club, and I'm America's horse <laughs> Which husband. Which Glenn is
1: going to start. He's starting a, a I'm support I'm starting a group.
0: club because we need a support
1: all group. All yeah. right. So he yeah, can so be so part, he's part of your club for, now, then. He's, he's, he's looking for new right. members.
0: That's right. Because, you know what, we need a support group. It's like, my name is Glenn, and I married a horse woman 25 years ago, <laughs> I know. <laughs> so now tell us about him.
3: Um, my husband Al is a policeman, um, and he's done a bit of property developing as well, which is what he prefers. And he is actually sort of slowly turning into Farmer Al now that we've got the yard, <laughs> um, <laughs> sort of uh, getting out there and mucking in with all of us and, and helping sort everything out. And, you know, we, we're developing the property together, which is really fun. Um, we've been together four years in April, it'll be. So, I'm um, and hopefully, hopefully we're going to get our planning permission for the house at this property so that we can live on site as well, which would be very exciting.
0: Well, did you, did you have a horsey wedding?
3: We did not. No, we had a wedding in California actually where I'm from, which was totally amazing. Oh really? And, wow. uh, yeah. And the sun shined as we hoped it would. Oh. And, um, it was absolutely stunning. Yeah. It was amazing. I wish we now, could did, do it again. Did you take stress. time
1: for, <laughs> did you take time for a honeymoon? Yes, we went to Maui. Which
3: was uh, that's not
0: too bad either.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, it, was, it wasn't too bad a struggle. And then we came back to the coldest winter England has seen in like 100 years. It was
0: a good time <laughs> to buy a farm. Uh,
3: yeah, yeah, oh my gosh. It's a bit <laughs> tough to move and all the snow.
1: And it's, it's hard, huh? Do you guys still have snow there or has it had things? No, we've... No,
3: actually, it's funny because we normally get our snow in February or early March, and we haven't had anything since November and December, which is really odd for England. Usually it's sort of the other way around, but um, it's still cold and wet and not very nice. But definitely, when
1: when will things start to get warm and happy again there? Oh my gosh! This is England we're
3: talking about. That won't be super so like happy. Ever again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, no. Usually, get, we can
3: get some nice weather in April sometimes.
0: Okay. Okay. So it's pretty so much we're the same as Rhode Island. It sounds like.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> That's where <we're> Helena lives. <laughs> no,
3: it's a. Uh, you get used to the rain when you live here.
0: Now tell us about Chaley Stud, and uh, that's the name of your your new place. It's called Chaley Stud Equestrian Center, and by the way, you can find it online at chaley-stud.co.uk with your brand new spiffy website.
3: It is. It only went live last night as well, so um, there'll be more pictures to come and lots more exciting news. I think we're working away, and um, we've we've done loads since we've been here. Actually, we've we've only been here since December, and we've worked on the indoor school and we've gotten all, all 30 boxes up and running so all the all the stables are ready and we've built an outdoor school and um redoing all the fencing and everything so we're, we're hoping we'll make it the southeast primary equestrian center in no time at all
1: it looks lovely i love oh, the indoor beautiful. i love the, the walls of the indoor beautiful It's awesome. That That was
3: a requirement for me. I just said there's no way I'm going back to riding in the rain every day (laughs) anymore. I'm a little too precious now. I've been here for too
0: long. (laughs) What are the barn boards on the side there of the indoor? That's really cool. The witch? What are you looking at? I'm looking at the indoor, and it, it looks like barn boards or something along the side. It looks very rustic.
3: Oh, yeah. No, we've got um, the flats, you mean, along the yeah, side. Yeah. Yes. It's so that you have airflow all the time, which is really cool. You don't find many of them like that anymore.
1: No, no. it looks it, it's so inviting. And now, what you have in the it ceiling... Is, it means are it's those, light all the time. Are those skylights or are those um, regular lights?
3: Um, we have both, actually. We've got skylights and then we've got full, you know, hardcore halogen lights as well. So it's really light if you want it to be at night. It
1: and it then looks... we put
3: mirrors in as well. So we've got mirrors along one side. So it's um it's nice it's really good now we've got a a fantastic surface I have to give them some credit Andrew's Bowen did our surface and it's uh it is amazing
0: it looks amazing the whole barn looks amazing actually the whole property's beautiful too
3: thank you very much that's nice to hear we're glad so we we're glad some people are getting on the website and enjoying it now well, it's, and it's a very well done
1: done website <laughs> as well very well done very easy to maneuver through and. Um, really nice, now you so oh great, that's so good to hear. you have a couple of horses in already. it looks like um uh, maybe ten or so horses are Are they all yours? Are you all are you competing on all of them? What's going on with your horses?
3: Um, I've got a bit of a mixture, really. I've got some that are mine, some I've had for quite a long time, Um, some of them that I've had since last season, Um, a couple I ride for owners, and I've also got um, a few liveries in now. I've got one that I've got in to sell, so we do that as well. And um, I've got a couple in that just belong to other people, and we're, we're sort of offering a bit of everything now. So we've not done our advertising yet, and we're getting a lot of interest by word of mouth already. So I'm hoping, you know, once we get the advertising out, then... We'll get lots more in.
1: <laughs> I'm looking at a photograph of Vinny, who is super cute. Oh my gosh. Vinny is cute. He's a frisky monkey. Yes, he <laughs> kind of looks it.
3: He looks it. He's very naughty. <laughs> <laughs> in
0: a she good not way, of course. To that?
3: <laughs> yeah, Vinny belongs to my vet, actually. and um. Isn't that he's, always the way? He's a lovely horse.
0: How come the the really cute ones are always naughty? That seems to be the way it I is. I
1: know, exactly. He knows he's cute. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at that dressage photo. Oh, he is so fancy. Okay i guess got to stop. He, he is he's one
3: of these silly horses that moves beautifully, can do all the movements now. I've, I've had him for about a year and a half to ride him in. Um, but he can't resist. He goes to the show, and he eyes up the competition, and he has to go by and give them a good squeal and a grunt and leap into the air and back and have a rear... <laughs> and you're sitting there going, "Shut up!" and just do the dressage. Which is always,
0: which is always so embarrassing when you're when you're the, when you're the one with that horse. You're exactly. the one. Exactly.
3: <laughs> but see, most of the inventors know him now, and so they always just laugh at me because they're like, "Oh yeah, okay."
0: <laughs> yeah, there's crazy, Liz, yeah. with her crazy horse. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now, our um, we'll get back to the horses here because I know you have uh, you have a big season planned. Did you get to drive at all? Of course, you are a race driver so uh did you get to drive at all last year
3: um yeah i did a little bit i did i mostly did some historic racing last year which was really fun and um, i got to drive a couple cars that belonged to my dad that hadn't done anything for 10 years and um had just been sitting in a garage and you know it was great to get them out and um they're both alfa romeo's it was the 100 year centenary of alfa romeo so it was a lovely opportunity to showcase the beautiful cars and,
0: oh, so this, and uh, these are fun old, races like Goodwood. How old were the cars so that you're racing? In a race uh, like one that, one of
3: them was the 1960 and the other was a 1965.
0: Oh, how so old cool was that? Slightly That's different
3: cool. from the cars I've driven at Le Mans.
0: Yeah, <laughs> do you have what to? You? you have to work harder, right? Or don't you?
2: Or what? Uh,
3: well, sort of. They weren't very fast. They just have very little little wheels and bulgy brakes and they just sort of slide around a lot more it's just it's sort really of like running really moonshine
0: like the old days liz
3: exactly no it's cool <laughs> i had so much fun it was it was very educational now so, I, um, clearly, so I want i to do a bit about this year
1: one of the, i'm guessing that one of the vehicles that you drive now that you have a farm is a truck but what do you have a <clears throat> do you have a streetcar? and if so what do you drive
3: um i've got a volkswagen scirocco which i don't think exists over in america
1: not um, it's very sporty.
3: It's really cool. It's a really cool car. I like it a lot. Um, so I drive that. My my husband has a track. He has a Nissan Navara. So, um, but uh, no, I just drive the car around. I and mean, then I've got a big horse lorry, big long, thirty-five okay, foot so horse lorry.
0: Helena's question leads me to to a to follow-up question: Is if you could afford to drive any car, street car, you know, not race car, what would what would you drive? I'm interested to hear what a race car driver would drive.
3: Oh, gosh. Do you know what? If I could have a really luxury car, I think I would have an Aston Martin. An mm. Aston Martin D 9
0: And you would look Having so good. Having raced the DVR9. You and James Bond <laughs> would look so exactly. good over there in England driving around together.
3: Exactly. No, that would
0: be fantastic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you hear that, Aston Martin? Sponsorship. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, please. That would be okay. <laughs>
0: Shaley Studd, she uh, will promise not to engrave it into the side. Or
1: maybe. I would.
0: Are, are you going to drive it all this year?
3: Um, I think I will. Yeah, I've got a few few opportunities. I'm probably going to do some more historic racing, which would be great. And, um, yeah, I've got a few things lined up. So and you were doing um, some sort of announcing, of some too, were
0: For Le Mans, you were doing some announcing for them, too.
3: Yes, yeah, and I'm hopefully going to do that again as well. Um, I'm actually possibly going to be doing something very cool that will be on TV in America. Um, so, again, watch the space. I can't say anything yet, but you um, oh. might have a chance to see me on TV over there as well. So You
0: could, re- you could just tell us. Nobody's listening. I can't.
3: No. I
1: can't. Nobody's we listening. Have,
0: we have no we, listeners. Not until I find on the
3: dotted line. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want the exclusive then. Yeah, we right. want well, we to hear about be exclusive it first. We just want to know okay I'll, I'll tell my guys i've got to tell you first that's right we're
0: your biggest fans over here
3: oh thank you that's nice to hear <laughs> what do you have coming up in the eventing
1: world this year
3: um i am off to Gatcombe park next weekend with three of my best horses um uh with Faye and bud and fox and then i'm shortly after that off to france actually another week later for for a two-star event over there so that'll be fun
0: when are you coming so, to um, rolex i'm waiting
3: I know. You know what? Possibly next year. You never know. Yay! Next yeah. year, or the year after, I've got I've got my horse Bud lined up for a four star next year. Hopefully, he he wants to he wants to be up there doing that. Well, you
1: know, you know you're we'll going to accomplish so much you. just by having your own place. Sorry, I think, say that again. I think you're going to accomplish so much just by having your own place. You know, it,
3: I think so. Yeah, I think it's going to go really well. I mean, already I feel like I'm I'm riding better because I'm in my own space and I've got something I'm working towards. So it's um. Right. It sort of puts you in the right headspace to do the job properly, I think.
0: Good. Liz, who do you train um, with?
3: Um, I train with a variety of people. I've trained with Joe Meyer, um, who was on the New Zealand Olympic team. I've trained with him for years. Um, I've recently started training with a show jumper named Damian Charles. He's related to Peter Charles, who many people have probably heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been great. And um, dressage was, well, I've always trained with Richard Barrett for about the last seven years. His wife was the national champion over here. Um, and he's, he's brought me on a, a huge amount Leaps and bounds. So, um, but yeah, I sort of move about a bit with that, and um, find it interesting to try different people. Really,
0: what's your uh, biggest challenge uh, eventing? Is it is it the dressage? Is it the show jumping? Uh...
3: I think it depends on the horse. Really, it depends yeah. on what what their weaker phase are. I've always found the show jumping is my trickiest phase, um, and I put a lot of time into that this winter. I'm hoping that's going to pay off. Um, so, But I, th- I think a lot of it depends on the horse, and then obviously where the rider's strong points are. But I'm hoping this year I can get a bit more well-rounded.
0: <laughs> so you're not one of those inventors that hates dressage?
3: No, that's probably my best phase.
0: Oh, there you
3: go. Yeah, that's my best one, usually. <laughs> I quite like it, actually. Did a lot of that when I was a kid, so... um I don't know yeah, I'm one of the few.
0: I was going to say, I don't know if we've ever heard that before.
1: I think there's a change, yeah. there's a shift. There's a, there's a changing wind when it comes to dressage. Yeah, exactly. You have to I do dressage so. well now. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, the, well, you the know, new phase of eventing.
0: I think you're right. I think one of the things that we've noticed, because we do the eventing radio show too, and one of the things that we've noticed is that uh, the dressage is a better phase now, and show jumping is the area that the eventers are really having to work on, because it matters so much more now.
3: It does. You're absolutely right. It really does. And they've made the courses a lot tougher now as well. So you've really got to put the time in in the winter and do your show jumping, which is what I've been trying to do. Yeah. Um, I seem to have no horses that are easy to ride in the show jumping right now. <laughs> They're all a bit tricky. But I think if you put the time in and you're jumping the big courses with a trainer who knows show jumping, then I think that's that's the only way that you can get better at it, really.
1: Well, boy, I think I want to take a trip over to the UK. You <laughs> Come should check out your Come farm. Visit us. It, is, it just sounds like a great place. It's got a, a nice balance of energy, peace, quality. Uh, Chaley Stud, it is right. Chaley Stud. It is Chaley Stud. Yes, okay. yeah. And um, please, everyone, check it
3: out and have a look online. And um, I have to give a, a quick thank you to to all of my sponsors, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, Not at all. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks to Immunol and Forest Pharmacy, and my new sponsor is Jackson Fencing, who will be providing us with amazing new fencing on this yard. Um, Andrews Bowen, who did our, our lovely surfaces, and of course, Cyclosage for their amazing massage system, which we have, which I think will be making its way over there soon. Um, and the many others who've supported me along the way. Thank you very much.
0: I'd never heard of Cyclosage. We're going to have to check that out. Oh, uh, check it out. It's amazing. They do a people system too. It's mega. It's
3: CY. C L O hyphen S S A G E. We'll have to check, check that out, out
0: for the tack and Habit Angelina. Yeah. We'll yes, have to look we will. And yeah.
3: Immunol is over there as well.
1: Uh, yeah, so, we're going to um, go to your sponsors page and check out all your sponsors, yeah. especially yeah, uh, check it out. They're the, great. The footing in your uh, your rings looks fabulous, so we're going to have to check out those guys too. It,
3: they are amazing. They've done both my schools and they they do surfaces over there as well. So um, um, definitely have a look. They're great. Okay. All this right, is well, going to be sound funny, but I've got to go and teach because I've a lesson to teach <laughs> now. So I've got
0: to I'm just go. about to thank you for coming on, and we appreciate you being here again.
3: Thank you so much. It's lovely to speak to you, and um, yeah. I hope to speak to you again soon. All right, bye, Liz. Take Good care. luck. Thank All the best, you. guys. Bye. Bye. bye Thank you.
0: Thank you, Liz. We appreciate it.
3: No problem. Thanks so much. Sorry, I just well, I've got a go go to go do your survive, lesson. So. All right. See you. Go go. Well, no, bye. that was great. To talk to you guys. I'll speak to you again soon. All right. Okay. Bye. Thanks so much. Bye.
1: Well, I think I might want to be Liz Halliday for a day. You know, she's really, she's got it all. She's amazing eventer. Dude, she's a race car driver. I know. That's total speed without a brain. But I she mean,
0: has worked hard for it. I mean, how hard would it be to be a female race car driver, one of very, very few? And that's a, talk about a man's world filled with testosterone and, you know. I
1: know. Jeez. I know. And she's worked really hard to get where she is. And she continues to work hard to, to stay there. It's it's no easy task, but clearly, clearly she's doing very well. And now she has a partner in crime. I mean, she's got a little support system. What, that makes me really eager to keep following her and see where this new chapter in her life goes.
0: All right, we will do that. Liz Halliday has, has been our project since we started Stable Scoop, and will continue to be. We'll keep an eye on her, and best of luck uh, this year in her eventing uh, and her ra- and driving, so best of luck.
1: And uh, we're going to tell you about details where you can find more information about today's show, but before we do, we're going to hear very quickly from one of our favorite sponsors, Equestrian Collections.
0: And you know equestrian collections it's springtime, we just talked about that, and they're the place to go for all of your springtime stuff. You know equestrian collections has has clothing for you for for your husband for your kids, for your horse. They have everything you're going to need to outfit for the spring. And we just did a special episode of the Horses in the Morning show on Thursday morning where we talked about spring fashion, and Chris from Equestrian Collections came on, and also people from Ariat, and we had Courtney from Three Days Three Ways. It's an episode you're going to want to take a listen to if you're at all interested in fashion. And Chris talked about uh, they have 316 different brands that they carry. Wow! I didn't even know there were 316 different brands of, of uh, horse stuff. By the way, are you
1: kidding me? No. What were you doing when we were at Ada?
0: I know there was a thousand booths there. I so, know, and you
1: were pretty much stuck behind the microphone the whole time. Yes,
0: <laughs> but yeah, but it was it was a fascinating show, and there's a lot of cool stuff that that is out right now. So go to EquestrianCollections.com for all of your spring show and not show needs. You'll find it over there.
1: Not show needs. That's the technical description. That's right. Not show show needs.
0: (laughs) When you're not showing, you're not showing. (laughs)
1: And and we we promised you (laughs) details about where you could find more information about today's show. I know a lot of you are probably out there wondering exactly how you can find more information about these herbal supplements. So if you log on to StableScoop.com, you will find links, photos, and more information about today's guests. We do love your feedback. So please follow us on Facebook. You can find us under StableScoop. We're also on Twitter at Horse Radio. I also tweet now, and you can find me at Helena underscore B-E-E. And, of course, you're always welcome to leave us feedback through our website at StableScoop.com slash contact. And there's something else I have to bring up, too. Monday,
0: um, uh, not Monday evening, 7 o'clock. I believe it's 7 o'clock. I'm pretty sure. Let me take a look here. I have to announce this. Um Over at the Eventing Radio Show, we're trying something that we haven't done before. We're doing a live call in segment with Boyd Martin. Boyd Martin's going to be available. Of course, he's. Oh my God, are you kidding me? No, he's going to be available. Chris is uh, doing a special Eventing Radio Show. And it is on Monday evening at seven o'clock. You'll find more details on eventingradio.com, and you'll find a link there to to listen to the show. So hop on. You know, over.
1: Jamie and I are totally going to call it.: We're going to be like, "Hi, this is Jane from Virginia. <laughs> are you still married?" <laughs>
0: Well, I can tell you that he is because he had Silva martin or she had Silva Martin on the dressage radio show last week, so I
1: kid, I kid. They are yeah. a wonderful pair, extremely talented uh, horse people and a great pair
0: so you can uh join in, you can listen to uh, him on Monday night. you can call and chat with him and find out what's what's happening or if you need advice you're an inventor and you want you, know, you want some advice i'm sure Boyd is never short on. On words,
1: No, no. That's the, what's nice about him. He's Yeah, he's always happy to share.
0: Yeah, words are not a problem when it comes to Boyd Martin. So that's happening on Monday, the 21st of March. Well, that's about it. Helena, I think I'm about talked out now.
1: Yeah, no way. It didn't happen. Yeah, I'm pretty much tired talking. <laughs> Don't forget to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Like you said, Glenn, that's it for this week. But that's plenty. And there will be more next week. Mm-hmm.